Welcome to Player 2 Start Podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and happy 4th of July. Present tense, past tense, or future tense over here. Uh, I'm doing well today. Let's ask our co-hosts, Sakurai and El Gato, the cat, Meowzilla, how they are doing today. I'm doing uh, great, man. Uh, been taking a lot of martial arts classes, but other than that, I'm pretty good. Good. Yep, I'm doing good too. Uh, just trying to stay cool in this Arizona heat. It's pretty. So we got, it's the same in Texas. Yeah. It's the same yep. in Texas. You know, hundred plus Staying degrees. Staying inside. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm doing. I'm not leaving the house. Like every day, it's like hundred degrees. Excessive heat warning. When I wake up, my phone is like excessive heat warning. Yeah. I'm like, calm down, calm down. But yeah, it's yeah. been it's been real hot down hot here summer. in the south as well. Yep. The good news is I don't want to go outside anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, with, with our lifestyles, you know, we'd rather stay <laughs> indoors and, you know, play video games all day. You know, that's, yep. that's how we roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know what? That It's interesting. We, we never said it before, but we all live in the southern part of the United States. I live in Florida, so it, yeah. I'm also, like, sweating my butt off. Um, yeah. And uh, probably very humid out your, your way. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, last <laughs> night when we were playing uh, BattleBit, uh, I, was, I was so hot in this room. I was like, who turned the AC up? To 77 i had turned that sucker back down <laughs> <laughs> seems like somebody doesn't mind paying high electric bill right here <laughs> man if, if i'm playing and i'm sweating like that oh, no 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 yeah. i agree <laughs> and these pcs put off some heat mm-hmm. doesn't make yeah, it better <laughs> yep absolutely all the fans running at high speed Mm-hmm. Got to turn the air conditioning up so you know it doesn't it doesn't nothing burns out. But I doubt that's gonna happen. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, I got plenty of fans. I should be fine. Knock on wood. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> I have no wood. <laughs> anyway, today's topic is not about heat. Uh, today's main topic that we're gonna get into eventually is about DLCs. What DLC is? What it entails? What it used to be? What it is now? What it's going to be? I guess. But first, let's do a little. Re recap and I'll let I'll let you I'll let you start that Sakurai. You know? Yeah. Um. So I, I'd like to read the comments uh, real quick uh, from yeah. our last episode. Um. And that's the episode where we talked about um Hell at Loose update Zelda and War Thunder. Um. And the first comment is from at John Catterfeld six seven eight eight. And, it's a, and he says, on top of the Hell at Loose update, you should talk about the squad update. You should also talk mm. about the Star Wars game coming out. Interested mm. to hear about No Man's Sky updates. Is it worth it to get back into No Man's Skies for it? Um, so let me take that apart. Uh, the squad update, yes. I, I, will, I, I want to talk about it. I need to play more squad before I say anything further about it do you jock do you play squad i haven't played since the update came out i actually had to uninstall a bunch of games to make space for some other games which you know kind of points to the fact that i need another hard drive you know ssd (laughs) but eh, we're gonna get to that when we get to that right um so i will unpack squad update soon maybe i'll just do like a one-off episode on it um yeah and i'm assuming the star wars game he's talking about is the open world one um cat i think we talked briefly about this didn't we yes and i don't even remember what that game is called but i did watch gameplay the very first time i saw it 
no, no, not no, Survivor. No, it's a, it's a new it's one. A new oh, one. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Um, okay, continue, continue. Sorry for the so, intrusion. <laughs> the look, look up the title of it, Zach. Um, yeah, the the first time I saw the trailer, I, I wasn't sure. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like super loyal to the the you know survivor game that i've been waiting for for so long and I'm like i'm mm-hmm. not playing this other. but i don't know i've watched some more trailers on it and then talked to some people and i'm actually really intrigued by the open world concept of it Me um too. knowing that they made the game so that you could t- kind of go off and explore and that is such that's such a, a me thing. I love doing that, going off and exploring and having squirrel moments and be like, what's that over there? And um, I, I'm pretty excited about it, but I don't know when it releases. I haven't really, I've been so consumed by Zelda that that one will, yeah. <laughs> that one will, will be on the list for um, out in, another uh, 2024, day. So next year. Oh, good. Um, because if it came out right now, I'd really be in trouble. I'd have way too many games <laughs> right. on my list. Too many games, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's called Star Wars Outlaws. Yeah, that, that's the name of it. Um, oh, yeah, I, I remember. Man, it looks I'm, good. I'm, yeah, I want to play it. It's by Ubisoft, and Ubisoft gets a lot of hate, mm-hmm. uh, especially in our Discord. But uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I played Far Cry Six recently, and it, yeah. it's fine. You know, it. I'm not expect. I'm expecting something in 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 term like that. Like I, I think it's gonna be good. I want it to be fun. I don't want it to be tedious. Um, I, I'm excited mm. for it. Hopefully, I'm not. You know, I'm not at all. You know why? Why? Because something's coming out in September that I'm super excited for. Oh yeah. Can you guess what that is? It is Starfield. Starfield. Yeah. It looks so good, so good, and the customization, the open world generation, everything. I know Todd Howard gets a lot of hate and um but at the same time you you can love the guy and hate the guy at the same time but you know they release some exceptionally good games like uh skyrim still play today still releases on every single new console that comes out one of the best games of all time you know fallout series so good fallout 4 was okay you know know, i'm not a big fan but i still enjoyed it i played it you know fallout 3 so on and so forth but now with starfield coming out i am actually really excited and uh the demands the computer demands are insane so i hope you know i still have got a fairly decent computer you know i've got a 3070 it should run the game yeah, pretty decent graphics you know when it comes out but i'm, I'm actually kind of really excited for uh starfield not as much for star wars but oh I'm man sure. i am also in for uh freaking starfield as well like i've always wanted skyrim in space i i don't know why yep. it's just like one of those things but uh as i've been waiting for it i've been waiting for it i'm, I'm waiting mm-hmm. i'm waiting for it now and uh hopefully when it comes out i'll be playing it um i struggle I'm, with space games and no man's sky being the one i think that's the game that kind of like that's when i finally realized i just can't sky? play i did i tried i played um i i would be surprised if i had more than like 15 hours in it i didn't play much at all mm. because as soon as i would get to the point where i'm trying to fly anything nauseous i uh, just can't handle it i can't handle it and i really wanted to be able to play that game so um i'm interested to hear about the update um but i don't think i'll get to experience it unfortunately How about you, did you play uh no man's sky 
So I didn't play No Man's Sky because when No Man's Sky came out, I was uh, heavily invested at that time in Elite Dangerous. So Elite Dangerous was a remake of a game that came out in the 80s called Elite. And then, you know, Elite Dangerous is used to be one of my favorite uh, space simulations, um, but n now not so much as it used to be because that game has gone down kaput in the drain. In my opinion, that's my opinion only. It, I, I had a lot of fun, a lot of fun, but not anymore. So I have not played the No Man's Sky update, so I really can't comment on about it. But um, if anybody else has, I'd be willing to hear some uh, <laughs> some opinions about yeah. it. Um, yeah. So our next um, our next comment is from Yegros eighty six. Uh, he says Zelda uh, Tears of the King is such a fun game with countless amounts of side quests, infinite possibilities to be creative and build mm -hmm. intricate machines and three whole levels of worlds to explore. This guy should be a writer for Zelda. With all <laughs> that being said, I spend most of my time looking for glitches to exploit, yeah. and there are so He's many, and it's so satisfying when they work. Sorry, Nintendo, mm. yeah. please don't ban my Switch. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will I will say that I'm happy to report, because I, I'm uh, very close friends with this commenter, that he is now playing it again he has started over and has vowed wow. to mm. no glitch all no the glitch. way through yeah and um, i and i told him that i think that he it, it'll be a lot more fulfilling um and and kind of just prepare him for the wait for the next one you know because mm -hmm. this yeah. this bro was just glitching his way through life in that game let me ask you that <laughs> have you been making those impossible looking machines with laser beams and all that stuff in zelda I made one. I have only successfully <laughs> made one, and it's almost like my pet. I will put it out, and I'll turn it on or whatever, and it'll go off and kill it. Like two or three of the little people, while I'm just like up in a tree, <laughs> just like That's watching, nice. watching the the you know five turn to like two enemies, and then I'm like, all right, I got you, and then I hop down, and I, with my squad, of course, of uh, <laughs> people oh, that go, go with me that. to help. So it's funny. so much fun. So much fun. I've I've seen plenty of shorts about you know on YouTube shorts or anything on instagram on any social media with the you know reels i've seen a lot mm -hmm. of people like sharing their uh videos of their contraptions that they've mm -hmm. been making in zelda i yeah. personally have not played the game i do have a switch i did not even finish the first one which i know people will be disappointed in but that's Ooh. a shame it's all right <laughs> but um i'm gonna move on uh, i know we've discussed um news topics and everything oh well, comments only some news topics i think we should jump on that right now does anybody have any news topics because i have one but go ahead, uh Jack. go ahead Jack. okay uh so in the last episode i uh talked a lot of hate uh about war thunder and what they were doing to the game and how the player base was sending a metric f ton of reviews on steam that were negative yeah. the game was going mm -hmm. into like that overwhelmingly negative nature uh but so the good thing about gaijin is they came out with a roadmap uh, they did some immediate implementations of changes uh, that made the game economy significantly better than it used to be. Uh, so people nice. are not consistently complaining about the game, which is good. You know, that's and the good thing is they put out an entire roadmap that they're going to implement over the course of t this year. And I think follows into early next year, into the into the Q1. Uh, but those changes have already started being implemented, like good economy changes. Like you won't have to grind consistently for the in-game currency. But this is an mm -hmm. ongoing process, and the reviews have started reverting. People are actually having fun uh, and enjoying the game again, and they start playing it. I personally have been so preoccupied, which we're going to talk about real quick, 
uh, about the games that uh, have come out recently that I've not played the new update, uh, which it's been a minute since it came out. I've barely played War Thunder at all uh, in the past few weeks. Uh, but um, I've been preoccupied by a game developed by three people that has blown out of proportion with 86,000 peak on Steam at one time of players playing. You know, I, you guys know exactly what game I'm talking about. $15 made by three people and it's insanely popular right now with tons of YouTube reviews. And that mm -hmm. game early is access. Bit, early mm -hmm. access. Yeah, early, early access, access with already so much content. Mm -hmm. Imagine that. And like very they positive have little review. surveys within the game mm -hmm. so that you can yep. give feedback on, on so many things. So this is an example of an early access game doing it right, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and again, people yeah. have been comparing it to Battlefield, to Squad. It's in, Battlefield has a baby with Squad that looks like <laughs> Roblox with so much fun with your friends and you can have a clan squad called this game is called Battlebuilt Remastered. People already know that, you know, which game I'm talking about, but it's mm. so much fun and we've played it together too. And, you know, it's chaotic and especially with the 127 versus 127 servers. Yeah. It's, it's awesome, man. Really, really chaotic and it's I fun. It. And for the type of game, people are surprised, but I love it for so many reasons. Um, and I think, you know, back to the comment that we had on our last post about the squad update, I can't help but notice a lot of our, our community's squad players have mm -hmm. been playing BattleBit pretty heavy, so I'm it's sure it was like, perfect timing that this game uh, came out if they weren't happy with yeah. that update. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, yeah. I think like uh, BattleBit's kind of like a uh, uh, Minecraft had a baby with Squad and Battlefield, uh, and and it was kind of like just a mixture of all mm -hmm. that stuff that people kind of yeah. like, and they just threw it into Minecraft, and it, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so many weapon attachments, customization, armor attachments, yeah. like you can change everything. There's so much and it's very uh, progression based. So, you know, you don't unlock weapons immediately, like not the whole arsenal is presented yeah. to you start yeah. with, uh, you know, two assault rifles and then you progress and you unlock more. Same with like if you're playing support and this class system is so nice. Like you've got medics, you've got yeah. assault got engineers with rpgs shooting across I love those rpgs or <laughs> snipers I, i'm not a sniper i've never played any game as a sniper and i absolutely despise snipers even though i've tried it but it's it's not my game i'd like playing support lay down machine gun fire throw down ammo or i play as medic you know start reviving people i, I like playing more support classes than than actual like sniper class like we, i want the other to be day, good at sniping but i'm just not i, I, it, I listen i'm an average player I'm not good at sniping, and that's why I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I love how chaotic it is with 127 yeah. versus 127. Yeah. I wish they that's would fun. add that to other games. Obviously, I don't think a lot of games could even handle that. And I, I think that my friend Ed said last night, he was like, oh, I don't want to play it. It's like playing Minecraft yeah. or Legos. And I was like, yeah, but at the same time. I love time, that about it. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, like, you wouldn't be able to put, like, a game like this with high like mm -hmm. with high graphics right right you wouldn't be able to put that many players and it wouldn't be mm -hmm. it wouldn't be an enjoyable experience you so have to compromise so many why. things yeah but the gameplay is nice you know it's yeah. casual and it's not hardcore it's just it's just mindless fun that's so another it. thing is like graphically it's not that demanding right like let's say you have, yeah. you have a potato pc and i mean no offense to people right i have a decent pc i don't have a 40 series you know i have 32 gigs of ram i've you know everything on ssd um i have a solid processor and a graphics card but if even if you're running a game on 1070 or 970 or anything like that the game will mm -hmm. run 
perfectly fine for you that's the good thing about that game is you you don't need a powerful machine like for instance to to you know admire the visual or the eye candy of the game like with certain games you're looking at the cinematics oh my god this looks so good you know yeah, Jeez, yeah. you know my 4090 blah 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 sure you don't have to worry about that there it, the game has its own cinematics with buildings collapsing mm -hmm. like they did in, you know battlefield 4 and now you've got rpg guys destroying buildings it looks good regardless of you yeah. know the graphics and i don't think it's going to lose its player base because the player base is not focused on the cinematics and how beautiful the game is but on the mechanics of how right. fun it is to use different weapons so yeah it's a popular game i think it's going to retain its popularity in my opinion and even when the mass plethora of people that initially start playing the game and then wean off it i think people will continue to play this game for a while for especially sure. being early access and with more content to come out they already released a new map for it as it uh, as a you know recently yeah, they did. So, yeah. mm -hmm. i don't so, know i i don't know if i'm gonna say that i i'll i'll separate on that opinion because i i've seen games come and go you know so i'm not sure but if it does it you play it for the gameplay you don't play it for the visuals yeah. you know right. it, it's a fun it's a fun little game i'm having a lot of fun with it um yeah for me, it's and, a community thing. I like that we can all get together and play together yeah. on a squad. And the squads are big. And it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, the squads can be huge and it's hilarious. And we just have a bunch of, you know, it's just really fun and funny content. Um, yeah. I wouldn't go in and probably play by myself. I know so, a lot of people do. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I'm just glad I've, that I'm over 50 kills now because I've played this game for like probably like 10 hours. I think. <laughs> It's chaos, and I can only play for a few hours a day before I have to take a break because my anxiety is just so much going on. But yeah, I still love good. it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we can talk about that a little bit all day. You know, the amount of kills we've gotten. You know, how many grenade kills or anti-personnel mind kills I've gotten. But you know, I think I think it's time we move on to our topic of today, which is DLC discussion. And what is a DLC, what it used to be, and what it is today. And I'll let Sakurai explain to you what a DLC is. Well, I mean, it's in the name. So <laughs> it's downloadable <laughs> content. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but a long time ago, it used to be like uh, an expansion pack. It used to be mm -hmm. game altering. Um, but now DLC could just... I mean, I guess it's perspective-wise, because I, yeah. I mean, I researched on this topic... And it could be anything from cosmetics. It could be an expansion pack. It could be, um, you know, a new faction in the game or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, I think over time, the way we use DLC has, has changed. But yeah. for younger players, it, it's, just, it's been the same for at least 10, 15 years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. What do you think? El Gato. Oh, me. Um, yes. so I, I mean, I think that it can also be a perspective thing because, and I've thought about this a lot, cause I know at first we, we, we didn't disagree, but we had different, um, experiences with DLCs. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I think that even if it's just a, a skin or even if it's just, um, you know, a faction or something like that, yeah. if it, if it adds value to the gameplay that you have, then um i mean i consider that a dlc however i in my experience with dlcs some of the ones that i've played with games have added at least eight hours of gameplay because mm -hmm. of quests and missions and then yeah. i've had you know dlcs like with rust where it was just 
I could build swimming pools and stuff, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which, which did, you know, add value to my, to the gameplay that I had. Yeah. Um, but, um, I definitely don't think a DLC should give you an upper hand against other people in like online mm -hmm. games and whatnot. Right. But I, I know those are out there. I wouldn't like, if I like played a game and, and you paid 10 bucks, so you have a better gun than me, like right off the bat or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I get it, it. It, yeah, that happens in a lot of MMOs that I've noticed. So uh, when I used to play Elder Scrolls Online, I had the base game. Uh, but if you pay for their monthly subscription, then you have access to all the content, like all mm -hmm. the other extra maps, so on and so forth. Like you can access that location. And if it has a raid or a dungeon, you can get different items from it. Regardless, mm -hmm. like if you don't pay for it, if you're a free to play, well, you can't be because you still have to buy the base game. Uh, I don't know if they changed that or not, but you know, uh, if you have the base game, then you have access to the mainland, the main map, then you know you don't have access to the other parts of it, which gives an upper hand to certain players. But I, it's still mm -hmm. not, a, you know, it's not a pay-to-win game. But I'm just generally saying like you don't have access to certain parts of the map, and that goes for plenty of games. Uh, for me, you know, DLC has always been what new content am I getting, not not what new skin i'm getting you know for, for yeah. the, but that's my opinion like you know you mm -hmm. explained sakurai dlc can be anything because it's technically still downloadable content exactly. because you're a new skin for your character which yeah. is a feel-good thing like skins are more of a feel-good thing than an yeah. actual application thing like hey you know i really like the way this neon tron outfit looks on my character you know so <laughs> I, i'm being serious like you know that's that's how people value it like if it's a feel yeah. good for you and it makes you feel good absolutely should you get it not that's your decision that's your money that's your wallet you make you know make the decision now if it's a game changing right. thing then you know i would look at it uh, more uh realistically but do, do you guys have i know uh cat just gave us an example of rust like she, she was able to play a swimming pool i know you had some uh, games I'm forgetting, Sakurai, that you wanted to talk about that had DLCs. Yeah, for sure. But real quick, you mentioned an MMO uh, mm -hmm. ESO, right? Uh, the first time I ever heard of DLC, which was pretty late in the game, I guess, but in, it, yeah. back in the early 2000, maybe 2004 or something, yeah. uh, there was uh, World of Worldcraft, um, mm -hmm. and then then they came out with expansion packs, but it was always said like expansion DLC. And you, yeah. at that time, you would go out to a Radio Shack, not Radio Shack, but you would go out to a, a store, a brick yeah. and mortar, and you would buy the expansion pack, put the CD in your drive, and then you'd have mm -hmm. the expansion. Yes. Then they started, you would be able to download it, and that's why they called yeah. it DLC. Uh, yeah. So that was like the first time I ever seen it, even though yeah. that, the term DLC the term, has the been term out changes, yeah. si since a long time. Uh, yeah. I looked it up one time and it said that the first DLC on consoles was on the Dreamcast. And I was like, what? Really? The Dreamcast had DLCs? Um, yeah. So. <laughs> that sound is going off in my head now. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, uh, like, it was back in the 90s that they had DLCs. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't know until World of Warcraft. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that kind of like tripped me up. Um, and uh, uh, the same thing, once you got an ex expansion pack, you got into a new world, you had different, sometimes even different classes or different mounts and stuff, and you'd come back yeah. to the 
to the standard area and everybody like whoa look at this what did you get that thing that looks so cool (laughs) yeah but now everybody has it you know now you can just go online go into the steam launcher go to the dlc and you know oh this game released a dlc hell yeah i'll buy it but you know some people most people like smart people will wait for sales and you know they'll wait till the you know dlc or the game goes on sale before they buy it not me unless Uh, it's a cat outfit and then i will (laughs) i will buy it right away (laughs) right now premium price here's my card yeah. take it swipe it <laughs> i mean for the yeah. most part though like uh like a lot of the dlcs um most of my dlcs are more uh, functional kind of dlcs but i do yeah. buy dlcs uh especially i'll say this i've bought a dlc for hell at loose for the skins I don't even use the skins i just bought it just to support hell at loose <laughs> i didn't i just because I played so many hours in that game, I was just like, yeah. you know what? They deserve, uh, they deserve the money. So I bought the More skins money. for that. Yeah, I don't know. If people uh-huh. would agree with you these days with that, you know, with that trailer <laughs> that came out. Yeah, they apologized they for, but yeah, yeah, they apologized for it. You know, I don't know what they were doing when they were pushing it out, but you know, they did apologize. But regardless, uh, was, I know, I know you, good. you, you poke fun at Warhammer, you know, a lot for, for their sure. DLCs. Yeah. So like I always get mad at War, Total War, Warhammer. Yeah, not the War, the other Warhammer series, but yeah, Total yeah. War. Their their series, they release the game, and then they release like you know a thousand more factions, and each faction's like twenty bucks. And you're like, yeah. why didn't you release the game with most of these factions intact? And and when you release a DLC, make the DLC to actually have an impact in the game not yeah. like it's another faction i feel like they just released yeah. the game halfway and yeah. then you have to pay for the extra factions and i, so get, it, I get it yeah but uh, it just gets on my nerves it grinds my gears I, I i understand but let me be the devil's advocate right how many people play a total war series i have no mm. idea probably just sack. imagine right <laughs> <laughs> well, you, there, there's a niche audience right so total war yeah. games or a niche audience, not hundreds of thousands of people played. Like, you know, if if you Agreed. have 30,000 people playing a certain game, you know, all the time, like War of Thunder or, you know, Battle Pit, 20,000 concurrent players, like consistently 20, 25, 30,000 people playing all the time. Total War series does not have that. Like, it's got a niche audience, people that play the game. And, you know, those people are diehard fans. And I guess to stay afloat and stay in business, they release those DLCs that are $20 a piece. I mean, Total War isn't as bad as, like, some of the games that I'm going to talk about. Like, imagine Sims 4. Do you know how many DLCs that game? Okay, listen, I've played all the Sims series, and I enjoy them. And I know everybody has done this, like, throw people in the pool and just build a wall around it, let them drown, and, you know, the Grim Reaper comes in. We've all done, you know, some evil things in the Sims, regardless which Sims it is. But, uh... But Sims has 70, 70, 70 DLCs, and they, they, they're anywhere from skin packs to game-changing mechanics, new areas unlocked, and so on and so forth. 70 DLCs, and that's very close in comparison to Paradox. And Paradox, if you don't know, Paradox is a yeah. developer and a publisher. So some of the games that, uh, most of the games that they have really built and released themselves have an insane amount of dlcs and one of them sakura was playing recently called city skylines you want to tell them oh, are you going to tell them how many dlcs that game has they have too many obviously uh they they have let me look it up real quick they have 
60, 62 DLCs. Yeah. yeah. Out of the free free ones in there. Yeah. But two, I think two or three free ones, but the rest of them are all paid. Yeah. And you know what? Out of, out of those 62, I would say at least 50 of them are pretty decent. <laughs> or at least, at least 30 of them are pretty decent ones. Some of them, like they're radio stations. You don't need it, right? It's just music. Yeah. But, um, th there are really good ones out there, um, that change the game and how you play it. And yeah. I think in, in that respect, like, okay, let's say the parks one, the one where you yeah. build parks and stuff, you, it's like a mini game within the game on how to manage the park and how you do things within the park. I built the, the industrial complexes and stuff like that. I, I mean, I think it's, it's nice. It's nice, but at the same time, holy smokes, what a lot of DLCs it has. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds yeah, like a lot. That's not it. Like, okay. So I, I wrote this down, right? So Paradox Games, uh, known for DLCs. City Skyline, 62. Hearts of Iron, a game that I really enjoyed playing, 19. Stellaris, 22. I think two are free in that one. Crusader Kings came out a few days ago. Oh, sorry. A few days. Two years ago. Uh, that's got nine. So every one of their games, right, comes out with a game which already has content don't get me wrong the game has mm -hmm. a ton of content like it's amazing like stellaris base game has a ton of content but the but their dlcs are not just skins and i'm just generalizing all their dlcs but like let's say uh stellaris has 22 dlcs maybe two of them are free and are soundtracks and other things out of 22 let's say 15 are actual game changing mechanics so that's what i like like as long as mm -hmm. they're not pushing out just hey now you can build this one new unit in the game. No, they're actually bringing right. yeah. a, a lot of things that are enhancing your gameplay, like adding federations and you know so on and so forth. That I like. Uh, you know, that's that's a good thing. It's same with same with RimWorld, and I'm a hardcore fan of RimWorld, and you know, mm -hmm. it's one of those games on Steam that is overwhelmingly positive till this day. Like a hundred thousand plus reviews, overwhelmingly positive has six dlcs which are three one is free two are sound packs and three of them are actual game changing and they completely change the experience of the game like totally change it royalty puts royalty in the game you know biotech adds biogeneration cloning and you know it completely changes the game so you know i i'm big fan of dlcs as long as they bring uh a whole chunk of content with it and that enhances your gameplay if it's a skin I could care less, but for some people it's important. So, you know, it, it depends from person to person. So I want to talk about the Zelda Breath of the Wild DLCs because those stand out to me. Like when I think of DLCs for games, I definitely think mm -hmm. of those expansion passes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember we, we had gotten both and there were a couple of things that were part of the DLC that are now in the new game. Oh, yeah and i think yes like the the hero's path and then the uh -huh. uh, medallion the travel medallion and i remember whenever I, I think that was the first dlc it was called the master trials yeah um that one was a blast because of the master trials alone that alone yeah. was like eight to ten hours of gameplay but um i remember getting the medallion and thinking man this would have been so helpful during this game just to even like mm -hmm. you know 
get started. And, and, um, the same with heroes path mode. I remember looking for some shrines for like hours. I could not find them. And that would have been really helpful to kind of see where you've been and not, um, you know, double back. Um, yeah, yeah. And so the new game, these are part of pretty early on. And I'm, I wonder if that has to do with feedback from people. I'm sure that people were like, Hey, this would have been really helpful to Mm -hmm. have in the game already. Um, but it's still, even if, you know, those were in the game, it's that alone still had a lot of content with the master trials, um, or the trial of the sword. And then, um, Zach, I don't know if you played Breath of the Wild all the way through. I know we talk about Zelda a lot, but did you play either one of those expansion passes? I played the the base game. I did not play the expansion. My my kids played the expansion though, because they begged me for it. So I, I let them play <laughs> yeah. the expansion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but well, no, I, that's interesting. Uh, and the features the two, that the expansion had, I checked it. I was like, oh, it looks pretty neat. Yeah, but I just missed a lot. So if I get Breath of the Wild for my Switch, and if I get those expansion packs, do I get an edge over people that just have the base game? Like, do I get that medallion yes. thing? Okay. Well, you're not really playing against people. So, I mean, it's just for yeah. your gameplay only. But um, Yes, if you were to compare, maybe. Yeah, yeah, in comparison. Yeah, and you still have to do a whole quest. You, there's a whole story that you have to get through before you can get yeah. those items. So you don't but just you get act- but it's part of the quest line. But you get access to it expansion. before the game ends, right? They could get like maybe like some part of the early oh, game. Yeah. That have I access mean, to it. Okay. Yeah, if the game ends, then yeah, though that would, would be the end of that. Yeah. Alone. I've just actually for, been, yeah. I don't know if Breath of the Wild is on sale right now, but I'm actually I was actually thinking about mm-hmm. it the other day that I should probably get Breath of the Wild and actually play it. Like, you know, I've been contemplating on playing that game, you know. That way I can like just lay in my bed, relax, and just have the switch and you know, yeah. play it on that, plug in my headphones. I yeah. would say it's worth it alone just to have the ability to track where you've been. Um yeah, that's, that's, that should be although mine good, looks yeah. like now because I have it in Tears of the Kingdom, and mine's just like yeah. my whole map is green because I've just been that's everywhere because of squirrel moments funny. and being an ADHD <laughs> gamer. <laughs> um, I know I've I've talked a lot of trash about you know games and stuff but like even even the dlcs we're talking now like about sims 4 city skylines total war um games i i still enjoy those games a lot i wouldn't talk about if i don't play them you know i i put i think the most uh, and i said today i hate about total war that there's so many expansions that should be in the game in total war i probably have like three thousand hours in total uh, of game time in those games so like it's not like i'm not getting uh, (laughs) i'm not enjoying the game yeah you're still getting your dollar per hour like if you're spending 20 dollars on an item right and like a dlc and then you're if you're getting 20 dollars worth of gameplay out of it like you play for 20 hours if you spend 20 dollars that's a dollar per hour and you actually enjoy that like i look at it this way and a lot of us look at it this way uh not everybody but i look at it this way if i'm buying a 15 dollar game and i'm getting 15 dollars worth of enjoyment out of it it's worth it and people yeah. are like yeah but if you yeah. if you play it for 50 hours yeah you actually enjoy the game it's like compared to watching a movie in a theater you go to the theater you buy seven dollar ticket for you and your and date a bunch of candy. Wife, 
and then you buy popcorn and soda, it comes out to like $60, $70 for an hour and a half, right? And similarly, if you spend $20, $30, $40 on a game and you get that much enjoyment out of it, I think it pays for itself. Like if you spent, yeah. like, let's say, hypothetically, Sakura, if you spent like $200 on Total War, right? And you got 3,000 yeah. hours out of it? Come on, man. I bought Seven Days to Die for like seven bucks on sale and I have a thousand <laughs> hours in that game. And I still play it sometimes. Like they just released the new, oh, I talked uh, shit about them too last time that, you know, it's been forever. It's been like a year and a half. They finally, just what, two days ago, three days ago, they released the new mm -hmm. Alpha. 22 21 uh so it's still in alpha all right so you know almost 10 years now alpha. it's still in alpha but this they released a new update you know Maybe the they watched our podcast <laughs> <laughs> they had it in the works but the sale was coming too you know you know steam summer sale is here and most uh of the online gaming stores are everybody's you know there's summer sales everywhere war thunder has a sale on their website you know steam has its sale going on you know there's a bunch of games for cheap right now so you know just to enhance their sale count they released a new update because if they didn't i'm pretty sure people were like oh it's still there's no update in a year and a half so why should we buy mm -hmm. it so I, I also get it that they probably pushed it uh for the summer sale because summer sale is when you know kids are at home you know everybody's from school is at home so you know they they want to up their sales numbers i know we said it before but i want to bring up this question again because i have it written down uh, mm -hmm. what a DLC should be to you. And for me, uh, for me, the DLC primarily should be something that alters the game for the better. Um, yeah. some, maybe it's a, maybe it is cosmetic, but for me, it is definitely not cosmetic. It, it has to be a functionality, um, that I would actually want to buy the DLC for. Um, yeah. I have bought a cosmetic DLC before, um, mostly just to support the publish, uh, the publisher or developer. That's it. Um, yeah. but most of the DLCs that I buy are like physically are, are primarily just to alter the game to another type of, uh, playing field. Uh, how about you guys? Um, so for me, I, yeah. I think that it can just be all of the above, honestly. Um, an example mm -hmm. I have is from rust, which I don't play rust anymore. That game is too toxic for me, but I have. I think like 1300 hours in it <laughs> um and i do we have a lot of love for it still. she gets real sassy okay <laughs> <laughs> so, she realized um, it's toxic after 1300 hours a lot of people had to tell me that it changed me no um so th there was some there was some um dlcs for rust that i enjoyed because it was like i could build a pool and stuff like that i know i mentioned that earlier there was instruments but there yeah. was a lot of skins that I found use for in the game itself. So mm. um, they were functional to me. Like an example was I bought a skin for the the campfire and it made it a cauldron, which lit it up green and would light up my entire base at night instead of just a campfire, which would just barely light up, you know, anything. And then there were skins that I would get for whenever I was going to be playing, uh, building a base in the snow, an all white skin. Um, uh, green or earthy skins if I was going to build a base in the in the woods things yeah. like that um, but I mean I look whenever I'm like oh I'm gonna go look at some some rust uh, skins I know I don't think of them as as DLCs whenever I'm looking at them yeah for me it's like does it add I don't know something else to the game so I think it's a I little bit it. of column a and a yeah. little bit of column B for sure yeah. like the, these little micro transactions bring 
uh, revenue for the uh, the game the publishers and developers yeah. need that kind of Me stuff too. especially if they're selling it for a smaller price point you know yeah I mean, I, did, I, I did say that Paradox does release a lot of DLCs, but there's one good thing about them. Uh, I'll tell you what. So let's say you are playing with your buddies and you want to play Hearts of Iron, and I have all the DLCs, right? If I host that session that we're going to play the entire day, which that's, you know, how the game goes. Mm -hmm. if, I'm, if I have all the DLCs and I host the game, every single one of my friends that's joining the game will have access to that DLC so they can play with, that's which cool. is which is inclusivity you know it's i like it because that way if somebody likes the dlc they can go and purchase it for themselves for their own single player gameplay but they give you they let you access to the gameplay uh without owning the dlcs because the host has it which is which in my opinion is great but overall the your should be yeah that's how it should be like if i am playing a certain game and it's got a dlc and my buddies any co-op game my opinion if i have the dlcs you should be able to play with me if i'm hosting a session that you yeah. don't need to buy it like that it it should be game specific right yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in my opinion like you said uh, if it's game changing if it adds a ton of new content that i am gonna enjoy uh, i don't mind paying for it like mm -hmm. like i said rim world i don't wait for the sales i pay full price for their dlcs because they mean something to me and it, it will go for every person like let's say fortnite just releases new skins some people are really really hardcore fortnite fans they'll immediately go i don't know if it, it it's cat you have more experience with this not me <laughs> yeah like fortnite, i don't so I do what buy is it, like, skins what is it, battle Fortnite. pass or is it skins? It's, it's a battle pass, but see, I, I've never spent money on it. Um, I just get stars with every match, and yeah. I let those, like, build up really high. And then if I see uh, skin, any skins I want or, like, uh, emotes or whatever, I'll yeah. buy them with the stars. So I haven't spent okay. any money. They get It's, like, the game currency that I've made. Uh, but there is the battle pass. I want to say it's, like, $10.00. And then for that entire uh, chapter or not chapter season or whatever, um, yeah. you 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 still can use your stars, but you it opens up the options to more things that you can buy with your stars instead of having to pay for them. So mm. yeah, we I, I usually see what I want on like the first yeah. page, and they're, luckily they're usually just free. <laughs> battle Battle Pass is another thing, right? So Battle Pass mm -hmm. also goes for a lot of games. So um, War Thunder has a Battle Pass that you can get for when they release a new uh, when and they say, oh, in this Battle Pass, if you play the game and you go through tiers, and it's the same thing with Call of Duty. I don't know if you've seen it, the Call of Duty by the full price game, or you get. Warzone, uh, no, Warzone is free. So if you get Warzone and then you buy the Battle Pass, then you, mm -hmm. as you progress in the game, you unlock more skins, more things. And then oh, within okay. that Battle Pass, there's more stuff that you actually pay dollarinos for. But, you know, so Battle Pass is another thing. Is that a DLC? I don't know. But Battle Pass unlocks more things that you can get. So I guess, I don't know if it's going to be a DLC or That's not. That's kind of something that Arlon was saying, like how we were talking about early release stuff and how they yeah. keep mm -hmm. adding on game that's kind of like that but you do have to pay for it so i guess you're right it is kind of like yeah. a dlc something yeah. in between you know so i'm cheap and so i don't really buy stuff <laughs> in games <laughs> unless it's something i really want yeah. and uh, in, in this new way. season of fortnite there's a a per per something meow schools guy it's a cat guy and man i wish he i wish it was like a feminine version i would totally have spent money on that but luckily <laughs> for me and my bank yeah. account it wasn't you never know they, they <laughs> last question, you never know. <laughs> my last question was if you ever had a favorite or least favorite dlc and mm -hmm. i will go first i 
would say um, for me, my favorite DLCs were for the Age of Empire series, specifically mm. Age of Empires 2. Um, but I those were the, my most favorite because I got to play different civs. Um, for least favorite, <laughs> for my least favorite, I I didn't have I don't know of any that I didn't I didn't buy anything that I didn't like. So I, yeah. I don't know if I have a least favorite. How about you guys? I don't think so. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there might be something, uh, you know, that I'm forgetting that I got and I didn't enjoy. But for the most part, I will not buy something that I know. I, I like to look at reviews, and I know there's a lot of really, really good uh, YouTubers out there that make amazing reviews. I can name a few, but you know, I don't remember the top of my head. Like, if I'm gonna buy a new plane in DCS, DCS is a free-to-play game. Every single thing inside that game is a DLC, but it's it's worth it like if you want to buy a specific jet you can buy that jet and you can fly it but you don't like you know you know what i mean if i'm not gonna buy it if i'm not gonna enjoy it like i bought an f-16c viper for 70 dollars a plane in a game but there were thousands of hours of developer teams that worked on that plane so but have i got 70 hours out of that plane absolutely you know probably living crap out of that plane and i enjoy it but you know I don't have a least favorite DLC. No, I don't remember. Like, I would not buy something. (laughs) If I don't see a review or if I don't do my research, I'm not going to buy something unless it's RimWorld related. Do you have a favorite favorite one, Kat? I think that my favorite would probably be the Master Trials for Breath of the Wild because I remember how hard that was. And I I don't know if you're familiar with it. And basically, you go in with nothing. You you put your sword back in in the stone. You go in with nothing and then you have to face um, all of the enemies of the game over like waves. And there's like certain rooms we kill them all and go to the next. But you start with nothing, no health, no weapon. Mm. And um, if you get to the third level of it and you get killed, you have to start all over. So it's like one of those. Oh, it's so hard. It It took me hours and i i probably had some help from my roommate too um so that's probably my favorite just because of how nice. much more gameplay i got out of it yeah all right guys you enjoyed that, it, was, right? Um, that was our episode uh i hope you enjoyed it if you have any comments about dlcs please uh message us uh leave a comment on youtube yeah let uh, us know your favorites yeah, or yeah. favorites and why email us also if you have any anything to say about the podcast or you'd like something uh, to hear about mm-hmm. uh, or how great sax hair is oh thank you oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, please don't hesitate to email us or comment uh, we'd love to hear all your feedback bad or absolutely alright uh, thanks everybody thanks, happy everybody. birthday America happy birthday America